Kumite Radio is brought to you by Supplement Warfare. Visit their website, supplementwarfare.com.au for the best quality supplements on the planet. Use coupon code Kumite Radio at checkout to get 10% off of all orders. If you're trying to get sexy for the summer, if you're just trying to flex on fools, visit supplementwarfare.com.au for the best supplements in the world. Use coupon code Kumite Radio at checkout to get 10% off and support the podcast. Joining me right now is Jesse Medina. He'll be fighting on September 29th at Aftershock 30 for the featherweight title versus Aaron Blackie. What's going on, Jesse? No, not much. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having the chat. I'm looking forward to it. You're a property advisor by day, professional fighter by night. Tell me more about your life as a white-collar businessman. <laughs> well, um, it's only a new job I've been into, property, um, yeah, been in real estate. I used to work at the bank before that, so it was a bit of a career change. So I've always had that professional look during the day and, yeah, a target night, as they call it. <laughs> Is it hard to, uh, is it easier to grapple with people in the gym or talk with people and deal with people during the day? Oh, <laughs> it's probably a bit of a hard one, to be honest. It's, um, I think grappling is, I've been doing it for longer, so I think that's probably easier. <laughs> How do people react when you tell them that you are a cage fighter? Um, it really goes both ways. So when I'm dressed in my suit, they... They go, oh, I can't believe you do that sort of thing. And and same when I'm doing my training, they'll go, oh, you, like you work, you, you're a professional? And I'm like, yeah, of course. I'm like, I don't have to fight people on the streets just to be an MMA fighter. Like, so it, it goes both ways with both sides of my life that they, people can't believe, believe it as such. Have you ever had a situation where someone's acting pretty crazy and then your coworkers are looking at you to kind of take care of the situation since they know you are a cage fighter? <laughs> no, I've never had to actually. We've had a few people sort of like arc up a little bit, but I think I'm pretty good with my words when it comes to talking to people. So I can just talk the situation down and I've never had to put someone in a rear naked choke, which is always good. <laughs> You have fought many times a year since you started your career in 2013, but this year has been kind of slow for you. Were there some injuries or did you just want to take some time off? Um, yeah, I've kept pretty active. Like, this is my 21st pro MMA fight. So I've been really active since I first started. Um, I fought back in April uh, and, it, yeah, just a few things. Um, starting a new job. Um, I've been pretty healthy, haven't really had any injuries, done a bit of a training camp over in Thailand at Tiger Muay Thai. So, yeah, I haven't really had any injuries. It's just that some fights are hard to find, and, yeah, that's pretty much it. Speaking of your last appearance in the cage, it was at Phoenix FC6. You dropped a split decision. Many people had you winning that fight. Was that loss a hard pill to swallow? Yeah, it was. Um, I think I could have done better myself. So I don't really worry too much on the result. Um, that's what the judges thought. Um, like I should have done more to win and I shouldn't leave it in the judges' eyes. Um, all of my wins have come by submission as well. So it's probably I should have finished it as such. So, But um, yeah, it's it was hard to take the loss, especially watching the footage back. But 
I just move on, just learn from the mistakes I made during the fight and where I can improve on. Coming in on a two-fight losing streak and you're fighting for the title, what do you say to the haters that think that you don't deserve this shot? Um, haters have got to hate, pretty much. <laughs> They've got nothing else to do. They've got to hate. So, like, I've been around for... Oh, this is my 21st fight. So I've been around. I fought a lot of people in Australia. I fought a lot of good people in Australia. Um, I had the, I've got the Valor Featherweight title, which unfortunately I couldn't defend because of the promotion closed down. So, yeah, it, I don't care what they think. Um, Suman Mokhtarian my manager from One Out Fighter Management. He's, he organised a fight for me. So, yeah, I'm happy with him. And, yeah, it's, haters have got to hate. That's all I've got to say. It seems like Suman is doing a great job managing fighters out in Australia and getting them the fights that they deserve. Yeah, he's really killing it at the moment. All of his guys are doing really well. Um, I can't talk about him highly enough. Like he's a great guy as well, friendly guy, and professionally, he just yeah. I went to Abu Dhabi earlier in the year. What more can you ask for? For sure. Uh, you guys met for the first time in 2015 and you were submitted in the first round since this is a rematch does it make it easier for you to get up in the morning to train than normal does revenge drive you um yeah it's sort of i'd be silly to say it doesn't but yeah it's always to get that one back that someone that beat you especially early in my career as well i yeah i, I can't wait to get in there just to show how much i've improved obviously he's improved since then as well but since then i've had about 15 fights he's only had a few so i'm a completely different fighter now um and i can't wait to show it what differences do you see in yourself since your first encounter with uh aaron blackie um like i said i'm a totally different fighter i can i move differently I, my body uh, shapes change i'm a lot stronger a lot faster He's probably the same as well, but I just think that my cage experience that I've had, he's had time off to train, but I think my cage experience is going to be too much for him to handle. Where and who have you been working with for this title fight coming up? Uh, just training with all the same guys. I've got um, my main guys at MFT, got um, Stephen Thales, James McGlashan and Phil. And I go down to the boxing gym um, and train boxing with uh, Ty. He, yeah, he helps with my hands and stuff. So just constantly moving. Um, Jim helps with my wrestling as well and just doing strength and conditioning with Darren. So I've got different coaches for each particular area, which is great. And that's what you need. You need people to help with each area, not just one person trying to be average at everything as such, so, which is good. <laughs> Definitely. You need to have specialists in control. If you don't, you're just going to be – basically, you're being trained by the guys that are just as good as you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, you've, 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 you've mentioned experience earlier. You've had 15 fights compared to his two since 2015. That level of competition and cage time is going to play a huge factor. How big of a factor will it play, do you believe? Um, I think it will play a, like a really big factor. Like uh, Aaron Blackie fought, oh, I think it was a, a couple of months ago. And he, he was undefeated and come, um, just recently lost. 
But yeah, I've had 15 fights. I fought some of the top names in Australia, lost to a few, won against a few good guys as well. So I think just that experience, being aware of where, like, different positions, a bit more relaxed. Um, and yeah, just, it's hard to explain. It's just that cage experience will help me. I'll think my cage fitness will be on point as well. So I just think no matter what I do, my experience is going to help me with this fight. This is this fight could possibly go twenty five minutes. What changes have you made to your camp to prepare yourself? I think my um, cardio has always been pretty good. I haven't actually gassed out in a fight before, so I just keep pushing, get Shark Tank by the guys. So it's just longer rounds <laughs> that I have to do in training, which is no good. Well, hopefully it doesn't have to go the twenty five minutes, but if it does, I'm always ready for it. So. There's no real slight adjustments. We just do a few extra rounds at the end instead. Instead of, say, training the three rounds, we train for the full five. So it's, it's, it's fun. Great fun being shark tanked by the guys for an extra two rounds. <laughs> I'm sure it is. <laughs> Blackie has a fight two weeks before your meeting at Aftershock 30. Does that worry you a little bit since anything could happen? And he might not make it to the event. Yeah, I am. I've had oh, back before my RBW fight. I um was actually lined up with someone else, um, and they had a fight. I think it was about twenty-seven days beforehand, and they got knocked out. So that ruled them out to fight. Um, which I was lucky. Suman was able to get me that fight in RBW, but it's happened once before. So I'm just crossing my fingers it doesn't happen again. So. I hope he wins with no injuries, which, yeah, you don't want that from your opponent. But, yeah, I hope he wins with no injuries and then he's right, ready to go for when I rematch him. I'm pretty sure if anything happens, Aftershock must have a backup plan and yeah, your fight will still yeah. probably continue just with a different face. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they do have a backup plan. Aftershock, um, they seem really professional from all of my dealings with them. Um Heard a lot of good things about them. So I'm looking forward to being on the promotion. And, yeah, they, they said they did have a backup. So we'll just have to wait and see next weekend. For sure. Um, how do you envision this fight with Blackie playing out? Um, I'm not too sure, to be honest. I'm ready no matter where it goes. Like The first time we fought, um, he got me first round. So he was all over me the first round, coming with the high pressure. So... I'm planning to control the fight from the start and just implement my game. Um, just make it my fight. If it goes for the first round, I'm ready. If it goes for the full distance, I've got the fitness. I can carry it for the full distance as well and keep the pace up. So no matter what happens, I'm going to continue to push the pace and hopefully look for a finish. All right. September 29th, after Shock 30, featherweight title is on the line. Jesse Medina will face Aaron Blackie. Thank you, Jesse, for your time and good luck on your fight, sir. No worries. Thank you for having me. Thank you again.